Pacific is the world's primary region for investment in low-carbon transition technologies. Despite recent growth trends, however, investment in clean energy still falls short of the level needed to meet global carbon emission reduction targets and fight climate change. In this podcast, ADBI's Dina Shkayeva and John Byrne and Ranjita Mishra from the Reserve Bank of India explain the effect of government renewable energy policies on private investment, drawing upon developments in Asia and the Pacific. They also discuss possible next steps for stimulating private investment in renewable energy. The discussion draws upon their Climate Policy Journal article, What Matters for Private Investment in Renewable Energy. Hi, John, Dina, Ranjita. Welcome to Asia's Developing Future. To start things off, Dina, can you give us a brief overview of the status of investment in renewable energy in Asia and the Pacific? Investment in renewable energy, especially in developing Asia, is very important. And it's not only important for climate change mitigation, but also for keeping energy security due to a fast-growing energy demand in developing Asia. Energy demand will continue to accelerate due to increased economic growth, population growth, energy access improvements. International Energy Agency calculated that two-thirds of global energy demand growth by 2040 will be due to developing Asian the Pacific. Last year was a great year for investments in renewable energy. Nearly 400 billion US dollars were invested in renewable energy in 2021, according to Bloomberg Energy Finance. Do you see any technology breakthroughs emerging that could change the investment outlook within the sector? Investments in renewable energy still have dominant investments comparing to other energy transition technologies, low-carbon energy transition technologies, such as hydrogen energy storage, electric vehicle, carbon capture and storage, and so on, due to their high cost. Across renewable energy technologies, solar and wind attracting the most of investments due to their competitive cost. What are existing challenges in driving investment in renewable energy technologies, John? The key challenge is in addressing the high perceived risk. This applies to all forms of investment, but it is particularly prevalent in the case of renewable energy, given the scale of investment requirements relative to uncertainty and returns. Demand for clean energy is expected to be strong over the next decade. However, credit constraints as well as uncertainty may impinge upon private investment levels. More certainty is needed on climate policy at the global level for investors and finance providers. This is particularly the case in light of the new Basel IV capital requirements, which may constrain longer-term lending. Maturity mismatches may be exacerbated given high initial capital expenditure requirements and lengthy durations for returns to be realized. How about other challenges? Further obstacles for investors relate to the rapid speed at which technologies in renewable energy is developing, while supply chains may not be equipped to handle implementation and rollout. Further clarity on international carbon pricing may also help to alleviate regulatory and other market risks faced by investors. Ranjita, can you explain the effect of government renewable energy policies on private investment? Government can play a critical role in scaling up their renewable energy capacity by providing regulatory framework and policy solution to the challenges that are slowing down private sector investment. So governments through their long-term climate and renewable energy policies at national and sub-national level can give investors clarity and access to de-risking mechanism and help guarantee the return on their investments. Secondly, strong long-term financial policies such as feed 
dividend tariff and tax incentives can also help improve the competitiveness of renewable energy resources relative to fossil fuels. Public expenditure in research and development of renewable technologies has a positive impact on investment in renewable energy sources from asset finance and corporate R&D. So government can help provide clarity to the renewable energy market. Dina, do different sources of financing matter for leveraging private investment in renewable energy? From our research, we noticed that types of financing vary across renewable energy technologies. We differentiated private investments across corporate R&D, venture capital, public markets, and asset finance. Policies could affect different sources of financing differently. Can you give us an example? Very interesting example of tax incentives. Tax incentives include investment or production tax credit or tax relief, also import duty on renewable energy technologies, reduction or exemption. We found that tax incentive has a significant positive effect on private investments sourced from public market asset finance. However, there is negative impact of tax incentives on corporate research and development on venture capital and private equity. Why do you think that is? The negative impact of tax incentives could be due to exemptions or reductions of import duty on renewable energy technologies. This incentivizes imports of renewable energy technologies and could disincentivize investments in corporate R&D and venture capital and private equity for financing technology research, development, or manufacturing scale-up. On the other hand, exemptions or reductions of import duty on renewable energy incentivize private investments sourced from asset finance and public market. Such investments could be used for import of renewable energy technologies. Thus, we found that the impact of tax incentives on private investments varies across types of tax incentives and sources of financing. Ranjita, can you explain the necessity of enhancing feed-in tariff mechanisms, especially in Asia and the Pacific? Feed-in tariff is currently recognized to be most effective policy to stimulate investment in renewable energies. It has played a major role in increasing renewable energy capacity in Europe as well as in Asia, for instance in Japan and recently in Vietnam. Feed-in tariffs are predetermined tariffs that a government can commit to for purchasing renewable energy by signing fixed long-term contracts with renewable energy suppliers. Usually it is 15 to 20 years long. Can you explain how that can stimulate private investment in renewables? Through feed-in tariff, government can promote private investment in renewable energy in two ways. First, by setting tariffs, government can create fixed rather than uncertain revenue flows, thus reducing the risk of investing in renewable energy. Second, by setting a tariff above the market price, government can increase the profitability of renewable energy projects. In our paper, we have seen that feed-in tariffs have a significant positive impact on private investments sourced from public markets and venture capital and private equity. Also, feed-in tariffs are effective in boosting private investment in less mature renewable energy technologies, which are at research, development, and manufacturing scale-up stages. Before we wrap up, John, can you tell us what more policymakers can do to boost private investment in renewable energy? Heightened uncertainty in global supply chains and economic growth at a global level has had a detrimental effect on private investment across all sectors, not only in renewable energy. This will eventually pass, however. One of the lessons from the Ukraine crisis was the need to diversify the supply of energy and reduce concentration risk. 
This will boost further the impetus by Asian economies on efforts to stimulate private investment in renewable energy. To maximize the impact of government R&D, policies should aim to facilitate a smoother investment environment for the private sector in the areas of asset finance and corporate R&D. This could include targeted subsidies and tax relief measures. In addition, enhanced feed-in tariff mechanisms should be developed, particularly in Asia, to leverage greater investment financed via publicly quoted markets. This could also include more favorable initial fiscal incentives and terms of agreement. What about tax incentives? Tax incentives should be used with caution. While tax incentives have a positive effect on investment in renewable energy overall, they may negatively affect investment financed by corporate R&D and venture capital and private equity. That is, private financing sources that are crucial for technology R&D and manufacturing scale-up. Our research suggests that countries with lower regulatory quality may need to offer higher feed-in tariff rates for policies to be effective in attracting private investment. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute. For more information about us, visit adbi.org.